Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast. We make getting sleep help easy because you deserve to be a happy, healthy, and well-rested family, even with fireworks going off outside your house. So let's talk about 4th of July coming up this weekend and how you can still enjoy it, maybe drown the noises out, how to handle the wake-ups, and just give you some clarity on what to expect this weekend. When it comes to enjoying the 4th of July, our family has actually never really done that. What's so funny is that the year that I posted my blog about enjoying fireworks with your kids, which is one of our most popular resources, that year we were going to do it. We were going to stay up late and we were going to do the fireworks and then it rained all day and not just like a little summer sprinkle, like torrential downpour. So we actually didn't do anything that year. And I was so amped up about we're doing fireworks. Yay. (laughs) Well, this year, Lord willing, the weather holds out. Our neighborhood is having a block party and it's at least until 8 PM. We may do a few things, but the girl's bedtime is 8 PM. So it won't be that bad. Um, So let's talk about how you guys can enjoy fireworks or going out. Thank goodness we can finally do that with your newborn, your baby, or your toddler. So let's first cover newborns. This is honestly the easiest stage to get out because they sleep. Most of the time, you're not having to fight them a lot. So it's really easy to get outside. But we do need to talk about the obvious facts. It's July. It's hot. Now, I love the option of a bassinet stroller. And I will link everything that I'm talking about in the show notes. I love the idea of a bassinet stroller because this way, your little one is much more able to get a better quality car seat nap in. A firm, flat surface is always the best place for your baby to sleep, and I love the bassinet stroller because you don't have to worry about buckling up in the car seat, which sometimes, if you don't do that correctly, that can be really dangerous for your newborn, and that's a whole nother topic, but I love a bassinet stroller and a clip-on fan to help keep your little one cool. We want to make sure that we're not covering your baby with a blanket because that can actually, and not your baby itself, but the stroller, because that can actually create almost like an oven-like. Um, environment where it's just cooking inside that stroller. So please don't cover your stroller. Let's get a nice fan clip going and make sure that baby is good. You may just want to dress them in like a light uh, onesie with um, maybe a light swaddle around them. Or, you know, if they're not sleeping, they don't have to have the swaddle on, but it is a good idea to make sure you don't have your newborn out in the heat for too long. Um, Especially if you're going to be baby wearing, everybody's going to be sweating. So let's make sure we keep baby cool with that clip on fan and light attire. You may even, you know what, pull the whole, I got a newborn. Ask around. If you are somewhere outside, ask around, look around to find a good place with air conditioning so you guys can take a break from that heat. The biggest thing to remember is that your newborn cannot handle a lot of stimulation or awake time. So if you have the opportunity, please go into a quiet space and take advantage of that. It sounds crazy, but even when you're out and about, yeah, your newborn cannot handle over 45 to 60 minutes of wake time. So as much as you can honor their nap routine, we can do that and offer those naps. Obviously it's going to be off because you're going to be out of the home, but the stimulation with the new sights and the new sounds that is going to equal one cranky baby. That's why I love a bassinet stroller. Let's keep them laid down so they can't see side to side and everywhere around them and give them those naps as best you can. 
The biggest thing we want to look at when it comes to safety regarding fireworks is ear protection. So I would highly encourage if you are going to be around fireworks, please make sure that everybody has that ear protection. Um, Enjoy them in the stroller or head to the car and just watch it from the road. That's fine too. But honestly, no matter how you do this, it's going to be an off day and that's okay. Let's make sure we we honor their temperature. We make sure that they are comfortable and their ear protection. And you know what? Once you get home, put them down for bed. You're probably going to have a few night wakings and feeds along the way, but that's okay. You enjoyed, you, you, you took pictures with your newborn. Hopefully you guys got some good memories and you enjoyed that. So it's just an off day and we're going to chalk it up to that. Let's talk about babies and how you can go out in the evening and enjoy some things. So obviously your little one may be more curious now and they may love the lights and the sounds and the sights and the smells. And so because you know, you're going to be out that day, I would do my best to see if you can really be strict and honor their nap schedule. Now this year, 4th of July is on a Sunday, which is already sometimes an off day is maybe you go to church or you go to brunch and it's a fun weekend, but if you can honor a nap time or two or all their naps or whatever you can give me. Okay. If you can honor their naps, as best as possible. It's going to make it a lot easier to then go out in the evening time. I mean, Hey, if your baby ends up like somehow magically napping longer than normal, let them, because you know, you're going to be on a quicker, uh, or a later bedtime. And then you're going to need to do a quicker. So I got those words mixed up quicker and later. You're going to do a later bedtime because you're out enjoying the fireworks. And when you get home, you're going to do a much quicker bedtime routine. So a sped up bedtime routine is something like washing their face, brushing their teeth, putting their jammies on, changing their diaper, offering a feed, Maybe you offer the feed and then brush their teeth, but I was just in the bathroom mode. Um, You go ahead through your motions and then you put them down and it's a very expedient. There's no bath. There's no book. We just get them cleaned up, especially if they've been sweating, get them cleaned up, get them fed, get them wiped down, get a new diaper on and say goodnight. It's a much faster version of their normal bedtime routine, but you're still sending those cues of offering the bedtime routine. So they know what to expect. What if you wanted to just go out and enjoy being somewhere longer? I mean, I've heard fireworks going off at 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. Maybe you want to be out that late and you want to enjoy this because you couldn't last year. So let's do it now. How could you still do this? Well, a couple of things that I want you to bring along with you. I want you to bring a pack and play. If you have a slumber pod, bring that. And we are going to go ahead and put your baby down wherever you are staying. If you're with some friends, obviously you can't do this if you're outside, but If you're going to someone's home, call ahead and say, hey, is there a space that I could set up a pack and play in the slumber pod or just a pack and play and maybe dark out the space so that we can put baby down, even maybe normal bedtime, maybe a little bit later, and then we can just enjoy being together. If they say yes, then you're going to bring the pack and play, a slumber pod, and a white noise machine. That is critical. Don't skip that step. White noise machine is going to be very helpful for us. So what you're going to do is you're going to enjoy the afternoon, the evening with your friends. Maybe it's a little bit after bedtime, or maybe it's the normal bedtime. Cause you know what? Babies don't really know what they're missing anyways. So what I would do is go ahead to the room where your child is going to be sleeping and do the whole bedtime routine. Okay. Again, you may not do the full thing like bath. You may just wash their face off, uh, feed them, put their jammies on, read a book, and then lay them down. But I would ask you to not rush through this. I know you may want to, cause you like want to go out and back enjoy all your friends, but your baby, while they may not 
know that there's a whole party going on, they are aware that they are somewhere new. So I would highly suggest if you do this strategy where you put your baby down at your friend's house and then we're going to transfer them later, don't rush through the bedtime routine. There is a chance if you rush through it, your baby's going to cry a lot longer because they, they can sense it. They know you rush through it. So let's honor that time that you are giving them and spend that quality 20, 25 minutes, just putting them down. Trust me, it's going to be easier to spend that time with them to not fly through it. That way you don't have to deal for like an hour of tears. All right. So do your bedtime routine per usual, but in a new place, put your little one down, say good night, walk out the door, make sure the white noise machine is on and go enjoy the rest of your evening. Then whenever it is time to go home, simply go in, take the slumber pot off or take the, you know, get your kid out of it. The, there's no slumber pot. Just pick them up, um, out of the pack and play, place them into the car seat, buckle them up and drive home. Then when you get home, transfer them into the crib and say good night. Yes, there may be wakings between those transfers. It's okay. The beautiful part of doing this routine, this works when you have a kid who knows how to sleep. If you have a kid who does not know how to sleep, this won't work very well. But if you do, yes, they may have slight wakeups as you transfer them. But the whole point of this is that you were able to transfer them and then they go back to sleep at home. We did this a few times with Ellie. It's much easier when you just have one kid, not multiple. But we did this a few times with Ellie and it was so much fun. I felt like I didn't have a kid again because I got to enjoy being at my friend's house without having to leave at 6.30 and it was so fun. So if you can do that, try it out. I know it sounds scary, but it actually works. This is a great time to tell you guys about our baby sleep e-coaching program. You see, if your little one is unable to put themselves to sleep independently within 10 minutes and then sleep all night long and wake up happy and ready to go for the morning, this is for you. If you are constantly having to go in, rock baby, pick them up, bounce on the yoga ball, play the passy popping game, feeding your little one all throughout the night just to get broken sleep, none of these strategies will really work. And what we want you to know is that by making sleep a thing through sleep training in our sleep e-coaching program, we want you to experience freedom. It is a lie that when you sleep train or you have a sleep schedule that you are bound in a sleep prison. That is the opposite. In fact, when you know that you can count on your child sleeping, your life opens up. And so if you have a baby between four to 16 months old who is unable to sleep independently and you are ready to teach them the skills that last a lifetime on how to sleep, please check out littlezsleep.com slash baby to go ahead and get our baby sleep e-coaching program today. So let's jump into our toddlers. Our toddlers, the biggest thing that you guys need to know, toddlers and preschoolers, this is like age about 18 months plus, doesn't even matter, could go all the way up to middle school as long as I care because the main gist here, you need to communicate with them. This is going to like bleed a little bit over into my podcast for travel, which is coming up. I think we've got it all scheduled the week after this one. The biggest thing that you need to do with your child on an off time is communicate with them. Let them know that things are going to be different. Let them know that there is going to be something 
special about today. Things are going to be flexible. You're going to do blah, 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 whatever it is. Now, what I want you to know is that every toddler is different. So me saying this to you, I'm already picturing my two kids. My oldest child needs to know every detail. When are we going? What time will that be? Who will be there? How long? What are we going to eat? My youngest child is like, let's go get in the car. So it really does depend the level of communication that's going to depend on your child. But if you're a toddler or preschooler, if you know you're going to stay out late that night and they nap, then definitely let them get their nap and possibly even max out. If you know you're going to be up until 10 o'clock at night with your neighborhood and you're going to just want to enjoy and not have to worry about a strict bedtime, by all means, do it. But if they nap, let them max out on their nap because you know they're going to go to bed later that night. If that is not an option, if your child does not nap, then I would suggest letting them have some rest, some downtime. And I say rest, like allow them to set a timer for maybe 30, 45 minutes. See if they can head to their room. Is there a quiet activity? Can they draw? Can they color? I hesitate to say like, let them just watch TV because, oh my goodness, does that change behavior or what? But I want to find some quiet rest in the middle of the day before maybe you head out on your big, exciting afternoon as best you can. So before you head out, just communicate with them and let them know that things are going to be different. Um, Here's what I always have to do. I always tell my girls something like this. Hey, tonight is going to be a little bit different. We are going to our neighborhood block party where we will get to play with our friends, ride our bikes. There's even going to be a bike parade. We're going to do water balloons. We're going to grill hot dogs together. We're going to eat outside in the street with our neighbors. Doesn't that sound so fun? And we're even going to stay out past your bedtime and we're going to watch fireworks together. Then we're going to come back in and it's going to be really, really late. So we're going to just do a super fast bedtime and we're going to go to bed. Okay. And ask them if they have questions. Are there things you want to want to know? But please be warned, you cannot tell your child that statement just once. You're going to have to repeat those expectations very clearly and often. So what we've been doing, again, this is the week of, we've known about this block party for several weeks, but I haven't told my kids about it until now, this week. And so I've been prepping them and letting them know that, hey, we're going to have this fun time and it's going to be late. Um, we're going to be outside. This is what we're going to be doing. And then we're going to come right in and we're going to go to bed because we're going to stay out late. Doesn't that sound like so much fun (laughs) when it is all over, when the fun is over and you're back in the car, please let them know and remind them of what to do. What a great night, y'all. That was so much fun. Remember when we get home, we're going to go straight to the bathroom to clean up, brush our teeth, put our PJs on and go to bed. Now, the general rule of thumb that I give to families is that we don't, um, we want to avoid a child sleeping in past 12 hours because that can affect nap time schedules and, and everything, but this is not a normal day. So if your child does snooze a little bit more in the morning, just enjoy it. Okay. You enjoy it too. However, if your child wakes up earlier than normal, so let's say you did do a, you know, a 10 PM bedtime and they did not sleep until eight or nine, they woke up at 6.30, then I would highly recommend putting them to bed early that night. This could be anywhere from 15 to 60 minutes early. Honestly, it depends on your child because if they are an absolute bear and monster to be around because they stayed up late, then you're going to want to put them down as soon as you possibly can. Okay. 
Now, overall, I know we mentioned the um, ear protection for newborns. This really goes for most all children. In fact, I'm going to link a really great Instagram post by Holly Choi over at Safe Beginnings that she shared this week on ear protection for your child as we look at doing fireworks and enjoying those fireworks. So I would consider the earmuffs that we are um, connecting here in our show notes. Those are good for a zero to a two-year-old. So go check those out. I hope you guys have so much fun this weekend. And please remember, this is a perfect opportunity to let go of your sleep schedule and just enjoy. Sweet dreams. See you next time.